Do you have plans for Friday night? Cancel them. This Friday at a location possibly near you is the first annual Redneck Opera. Led by Stone Jones, Clay Jar, and Lil Jimmy Taylor, this authentic look at American Redneck Opera is truly one of a kind. Hear about the Wild West and the Great American Frontier as it was meant to be sung about in screechingly high opera. Due to a groundswell in public opinion, tickets are now available on your handheld computation device. Grits and possibly innards will be available for a couple bucks at the show. You know what they say about opera. It's not over to the fat cowboy sangs. And now, for a special preview of Friday's show, I'll give you a little Jimmy Taylor. This song is called A Day in the Life of a Redneck. Bears blazing color greens, the best breaks you've ever seen. Then we'll go out and ride to some buffalo hide. Then we'll clean the chicken coop and build a fire with buffalo poop. We'll tar and feather jack, then kill some razorback. We'll make some stew with rattlesnake. While our chicken and biscuits bake, we'll take a swig from the stew, then cut a rug with Uncle Bill. We'll sing some campfire songs, while our dog Jake sings along. Then we'll head off to sleep while counting all our sheep. And here we are, back with Brews and Reviews. I'm Jake, and today we're going to discuss episode 4 and 5 of The Mandalorian because we were being lazy and also had life, and we couldn't all get together to talk about the last week's episode. So, we just decided you guys had lives. Yeah. Joel has no life. <laughs> okay, never mind. I, I guess instead of me trying to let you off the hook with being insulted, I guess you'll take the reins and insult yourself. Hey, no, Star, Star Wars is my life, so yeah. <laughs> this is coming from a guy's listeners who's engaged, so you know where his priority is. Yes, <laughs> the Star Wars. Star Wars is my life. You, babe, you will always come second. Know that. And back from a lengthy Star probation Wars. period, Kyle is joining us today. Wait, did you tell people I was yeah, on probation on the podcast? <laughs> no, but I did now. <laughs> this is Kyle's first appearance on Bruising Reviews, actually. That's true. Yes, yes. I'm Kyle McEwen, um, so and I... Kyle? What? It's Kyle McEwen, and he approves this message. I approve this message. Okay, <laughs> so let's get into episode four. Well, oh, we also got Cole and Joel. Can we introduce, can I finish the introduction? You guys no. Dang it. Okay. okay. Cole and Joel. Let's talk about, we're going to talk about episode four first, and I will let Joel talk about it. Oh, you're starting with me? Okay. <laughs> Joel's not used to this honor. <laughs> we want to set the bar really low to start. Oh, shut up, man. <laughs> well, hey, none well, of that negativity. Like, episode four, this is going to be definitely dissenting opinion from Cole, and a little bit from Jake, too, because... Don't, I'm, I'll tell them myself. Just talk about <laughs>
can enjoy a Disney film just because I know what I think is going to happen is going to happen. If they do it well, I'm going to appreciate it. Well, I've been loving this show, too. Episode 4 was good. It just, it didn't lend much to the story. Like, there was just one little thing, and that could have been done in a totally different episode that had so much more to do with the story. It was a definite filler story. Nothing really great came out of it. I mean, they get discovered, and they have to leave again, and we could have totally skipped it. It was very reminiscent of uh, a Clone Wars episode. It was almost exactly the same. And then I'll let Kyle bring up his point later on. I'm not going to steal that point. <laughs> wow, Joel knows everybody's points already. On episode four. Okay, so you thought it was good, not great, didn't add much to the story. All nope. right. Go ahead, you say. Nah, Jake, you go next. <laughs> no, dude, my podcast. Fine. I, really I did not... I did not care for episode four very much. I mean, I enjoy it because it's Star Wars and it's like the Mandalorian, so sure. Like, I just thought, in general, um, like Joel was talking about, it didn't add anything to the story. And my, I said this right away, episode one. My biggest fear was that they were going to try and do episode things. Like you would see in a TV show like Psych, where episodes aren't related. And to me, this, like, episode... Four had very little connection to any of the other episodes. It was just a standalone thing. You introduce a problem in the beginning. You take care of it by the end. You could skip the episode, and you have the Mandalorian and Yoda in the ship at the beginning and the end, exactly the same. The the like Joel's talked about where you have the cool parts that you figure out about the Mandalorian, but the rest of it is just an old Western movie that you're recycling. With nothing, nothing new added story-wise, um, other than it makes the Ewoks look like total badasses because they could take down those ATSCs way easier than a Mandalorian and a Super Trooper could. Well, and that's what I'm gonna just tag in here. That's what I need <laughs> to say. And that's why I think I like this episode because the Ewoks should never be able to take those down with ease. There was one ATST in this episode, and it was a problem, a big problem. The guys are like, hmm, Ewoks, and big logs, even they're like, no, we can't take them down by a really stupid, non-thing way. I thought that was cool. I also like, I like this episode. I think, you know, it's so funny that Cole's like, I wish these episodes were longer, but now you're already saying they're filling them up with stuff we don't need. So, it's very interesting. You wanted more, and already you're complaining that there's just too much. I want more quality. I don't want to sacrifice quantity and quality. You're going to see interaction. You're going to see interaction between the Mandalorian Baby Yoda. He's trying to struggle as a stepfather, which, spoiler alert, in 5, he totally neglects him, but we'll get there. <laughs> um, uh, he, you, you get there, you meet this other bounty hunter that he has history with, which I think is going to come into play later. Um, you learn more about the history of Mandalorian. You kind of explain, like, he, we got to figure out how he eats. Does he take out his helmet? Does he not? And it's funny because I was watching my little brother who asked the question. He's like, how does he eat in that thing? Boom. And... Question answered. So he was satisfied for the episode. Um, I think it, I think it just we learn more about the character that the Mandalorian like he doesn't really want to help. And yes, he's that reluctant hero we've seen a thousand times. But it's like he will do it. He's like, you know what? He's like, I will do this. He was gonna leave Baby Yoda behind. He wants him to have a better life. But yeah, he can't just stay in one place. We learn they're still after him. The guild is still after him. They're not gonna stop. So there's no safe place at this point, and we know that. And also a really fun action scene when they take down the ATSD. Okay, total side note before I let Kyle so speak. I'm good with it. 
explain to me the whole tracker fob things because that didn't make any sense where he's like oh yeah i'm just gonna leave baby yoda here and then it's like okay you're but... going to five already no, no i'm not no. he was gonna leave baby yoda there in episode four oh. keep your episode straight cop anyway <laughs> probation um anyway but he's like planning on leaving little baby yoda there and yoda almost gets shot where it's like, oh, yeah, I forgot. They have tracking fobs. Like, how does he make that mistake? Or how come we don't know how tracking fobs work? Because if they can just show up there and shoot Baby Yoda, that's a terrible idea. Oh, I'm going to leave him in the middle of this place. I thought, I thought the tracking fob was on the Mandalorian, and he just decided to kill the asset because they were in the same place. I think if they find one, they find the other. So it really doesn't matter because it's getting tracked. No, but he also used a tracking fob to track Yoda in the first episode. Yoda is able to be tracked, so I don't understand why he thought he could leave him. Um, um, Joel, you have to answer this one, so I have no idea how these things work. Well, the fobs? <laughs> <laughs> yes, Joel. <laughs> the fobs? Uh, not, not a whole lot has been explained about the fobs. The only thing that we know about them as of yet uh, is that you have to be in the general vicinity of the whoever you're tracking, basically. You have to be in the general vicinity vicinity of the bounty, basically. So basically the same planet at this point. Yeah. yeah. That's what I took from it, too. I don't think we really explained it, and I don't think we really... This is one of the things I don't care for them to explain it to me. To and me, it just was... You have to remember about the bounty under guild is that it's galaxy-wide, basically. They don't operate on all they're places, not, though. They're not just at... Uh, I can't remember what the planet name is that we saw in the first couple episodes, but they're not just Navarro. The yeah, something like that. I just can never remember that yeah. planet name for some reason. But some Star, um, Star to me, it just go. seemed like one of those things where, like, oh, it's cool that Baby Yoda almost dies and we surprised you by killing his killer, which wasn't that big of a surprise. But I'm like, you're lucky this isn't Game of Thrones. Baby Yoda and Man. But yeah, no. To me, they were yeah. they were trying to give him the persona of a gunslinger, like that same thing. Like, oh, like how many times have you seen the the gunslinger with the widow, and then he doesn't go with the widow because he needs to continue his gunslinger ways, and uh, like they're trying. How many of them had a baby? Name one. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, don't remember the baby, but I'm saying their, their character, like, oh, they delve more into their character. They just recycled old gunslinger stuff. They didn't tell us anything really about the Mandalorian, like, who he is, what he does, other than he takes his helmet off. Yeah, they told us cool no, stuff about him. He wasn't originally a Mandalorian. They took him in. Mm-hmm. We already kind of guessed that when he was like but, obsessed with foundlings. Yeah, but we didn't know it. The point is, they said like this is who he came from, which is what yeah, I guess it, it was. It's, but now he's explained, he was explained to us, so we know. Yeah, that. it's their way of explaining exactly what a foundling is. And well, I really do think that that could have been explained in another episode that had more meat. Like that was to me, that was the only meat in this episode. Yeah, you had a really cool ATSD battle. It was really enjoyable for me to watch, but there wasn't any meaty substance to this episode. But see, also, but but I'm okay with it for this one reason. Episode three was really intense. Tense. 
didn't know how it was going to go. Like, oh, crap. And when you usually in TV episodes, after you have that, you need, a, like, a breath of fresh air, a side episode, a side quest. You take you off the meat for a second, take a breath, and then we get back into No, it. that that's wrong. Yeah, well, that's how good no, I, I don't do necessarily he's wrong. I don't know. Okay, so if you have a limited number of episodes, I'm right on that, right? There's a limited number? Yes. Okay, if you have a limited no, number of episodes, you stuff. never should have a filler episode. You are telling a story. You don't just randomly go off on a side quest. Time out. Have you ever read a book? Yes. Okay, yes. You, you can divide it into every, chapters. Every chapter they build up and they have a side chapter that just kind of sits back. Kind of tells you more about the character. Okay, no. If you read a book, book it's divided into chapters, so like you can process each chapter. Like it doesn't have like a actual end to the book. Just like it doesn't have a side story that just ends. Like oh, la di da, they lived happily ever after on that planet. Yeah, they did, but the Mandalorian stories continue. Well, and that's <laughs> another thing that like I had a little bit more problem with episode four is there was absolutely no suspense for me throughout the entire thing because you knew like episode three episode two episode one you don't know exactly what's going to happen you can kind of you know some parts are more obvious than others but this was oh yep i've seen this before let me guess yep there it goes like oh no the atsd isn't stepping in the water i bet he will in about two minutes <laughs> well i guess it's a trap again you can take that in the show, but I've, like I said, I predicted mostly everything, but I'm still quite satisfied with it. So if you want big, if you want a Baby Yoda twist at the end of every episode, you're going to be unsatisfied. You didn't even like the Baby Yoda twist, so don't give me that. No, I didn't go yeah, that extremely. Like, oh, oh my Yoda God! Twist. No, everyone on the internet was losing their minds. I'm like, yeah, it was cool, but it, okay, let's see what they do with it. Like, it's just a little Baby Yoda. Okay. Obviously, Yoda was once a baby. But to <laughs> your point that you need filler episodes, there are good shows without filler episodes. Name one. Vikings. Wrong. No. You're 100% wrong. Is, there's, absolutely, there's absolutely filler episodes. What are you talking about? Okay. I haven't even seen all of it. I've seen every episode. But I'm saying in that in that show, they're telling a story. So the story always continues. Some episodes don't have great battles. Some episodes more tell you about the politics that are going on in the show. But throughout the, the show, never just stops telling you the story. The Mandalorian... <laughs> They're still they're telling you the journey he's having with this. The Mandalorian is turning into just generic episodes. Like, but this, it is a story. It's still following the Mandalorian on his journey. But you could remove that episode and not have too much of a problem. But it's still part of the story. It's he's not... He tried to find a place to leave Baby Yoda. We find out there's no way it's going to happen. There's no escape from that. And he has to keep moving until he can find an answer. But I'm saying at this, this at this point in the show... To me, I'm not watching a overarching like story. Like I'm not watching like uh, something equivalent to like a movie type storyline, just a lot more in depth and bigger. I'm watching TV shows. One episode here, one episode there. You could come in three episodes, and you're probably still gonna know what's going on. I'm, again, maybe that's I don't know why they're doing that, but again, I'm entertained. If they entertain me, I'm not going to be upset by it. Well, the thing about those kind of shows is, yes, they can be entertaining, but they are never going to be great. Well, and guess what? After the end of and we'll, we can, I guess we're are we all done with episode four here. We can kind of just move into five. Yeah, sure. I think we can move into five. Because yeah. I actually found five until the very, very end to be more filler than episode four was. 
This was like, it skipped on to Tatooine. It's like, hey, on your left, you'll see Tatooine. You love this place. Like, want to see that old bar from A New Hope? There was no reason to do this on Tatooine. There was no reason for him to be there. And everything was predictable. Well, that was just basically The Force Awakens. I mean, like, let's just rehash old Star Wars things and make you nostalgic. Yes, which, but there was a reason The Force Awakens did that, because everyone was pissed off at the prequels. Why didn't they use Watto instead of this old lady? I don't think they Waddle's dead. He that. was already old in the second uh, episode of Star Wars. I think, I think just because they were Jawas, I don't think we have to go back. I don't think they were on Tatooine to begin with. They weren't. Because yeah. you saw the, no, they weren't. Oh, I thought, I thought Joel had said, oh, Jawas had only been in this one place. And I'm like, I don't think they're on Tatooine. They no. had in the beginning is what I'm saying. Like At first, Jawas, you only saw them on Tatooine. And oh, in okay. the show, we're seeing them other places. Okay, I, I thought that's, you were saying that's that. That's what I meant. Okay, I thought you were saying we know where they were, and I thought you were implying they were tattooed. No, 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 no. I don't think that's right. No. So never mind. Then we cleared that up at least, because I thought you were an idiot for a second, Joel. That's fine. Watto is also probably long lost dead. He looked pretty beat up in episode two, Attack of the Yeah. for God's sakes. I don't think he made it this far. And it's actually... Maybe as a cousin? It's not yet, but we're pretty sure that Darth Maybe he had a cousin, Watto? <laughs> it's, it's, it's not actually uh, confirmed they the canon yet, right? but Watto we all think was killed by Darth Vader. Oh yeah, that's right. There was a it, like a non. Yeah, that's right. He went back there and they just tortured yeah. the crap out of him. Yep. Nice. Um, That'd be fun to watch. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't we tack that on to the end of Ro- end of Rogue One with the other scene? Just have a couple yes. BA scenes. A Star Wars short. We did find out something important. The Mandalorian is not good being a dad. Baby goes to sleep, leaves him on the ship, goes to a bar. That's just. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, he leaves it there. I'm like, I'm like, why would you? you and then know he, what this baby can do? What the? He comes back like three hours later and he's just like, oh my gosh, what happened to the baby? <laughs> I think he thought he could open the door, but it's like, dude, come on, man, nothing's childproof for baby Yoda. <laughs> he saw him use the Force already, so I mean. <laughs> he doesn't know, he doesn't know, but he doesn't know what the Force is yet. Yeah. He didn't know what he did. I'm sure there's legends. Yeah, but he's never There's legends, them. but you also got to remember that this is only four or five years after the Empire, and the Empire made the Jedi out to be these evil, absolutely bad people. Nobody even believed him in it anymore. Yeah, and remember, like, right, nobody they didn't even believe it. Around, but it, it, the Imperial, I just, we're going, I'm also going through all the original Star Wars movies, and they didn't believe that Darth Vader was like, that one of that guy's challenged him, he's like, you're sorcery in old ways, or like, he didn't even buy that he had powers, like, it, it had come to a point where I think the Force was just a legend. Right. Well, yeah, but like something like the force doesn't like the legend is always there, and when you see it, like you, I mean, like you'd think you'd have to wonder what it is and come upon oh, well, the legends of old, there was the force that could be used. Okay, Kyle, I'm gonna give you a perfect example. Do you know all the old legends of Japan? <laughs> no, of course. This is the whole freaking universe. <laughs> I do just want to say that 
from supporting characters in this, excluding the two main supporting characters, like the hanger lady and the dog fight guy in the beginning, I thought was lacking. Oh, horrible. I, w- I thought the person that played the bounty, the uh, young bounty hunter, did a really good job. I thought he was fine. I said excluding the assassin and, uh, what was his name? Um, what, her, what was her name? Stupid no, head. Stupid, like, oh, whiny guy? That guy. Kano from Mortal Kombat? I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, excluding those two, the, the bounty hunter in the beginning that we see trying to kill him in the ship, absolutely terrible. I did not like that. I didn't uh, you didn't like that? You didn't like that when he said, he's like, I'm bringing war, I'm bringing in Cole, because he's part no, of the guild. So obviously I thought, they heard that. They've heard that legend of him saying that. He's like, that's my line. No, I, like, that. I thought the line was cool. It was just delivered. Well, he was a terrible actor. Kind of like in episode four, the two guys that's that go to get him to, like, come help him out. Right. They were horrible. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it was just not good. Which, I mean, granted, Star Wars had has had its share of bad acting, but. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I'm well. Most of Star Wars has just had bad dialogue, like especially the prequels. But <laughs> the acting yeah, hasn't no, been you horrible. Can go the original, you can go to the original episodes, and I just watched them. There is a lot of stuff that I think because we love them so much, we let go. Oh yeah, there's yep. some bad, bad dialogue. <laughs> yeah, so we cannot put that on the prequels. There's terrible dialogue that's with it. That's oh, yeah. like this wasn't like the originals. I'm like, nope, George Lucas always had a... Yeah, <laughs> that is true. He just had a way with words. Yeah. <laughs> or a way not with words that we wanted to use. One of the and, two. and the hanger lady was just Do you annoying. not call her the hanger lady? <laughs> <laughs> she was annoying. She's thinking you mean like coat hangers. I imagine that's her like... Um, like she reminded yeah. me of like an old cat lady, kind of. Yeah, she was just annoying in my I, opinion. I don't know. I, I, I found her... I found her like... I get what they're trying to do with Jake found her attractive. <laughs> <laughs> Move over, Elsa. <laughs> I, I didn't find her attractive, but it was cool that, because I thought right away that when she grabbed the baby, and I was like, hmm, maybe she's going to be like, oh, I'm going to take this. <laughs> <laughs> like, you kind of like, oh, crap. Because Baby Yoda, you know, is like hunted by all. And Tatooine is a wretched, Moss Elsley is what? A wretched, the most wretched hive of scum and villainy. So it was kind of nice have his mother. Well, she probably lost a child or something. You don't know her life, Joel. Yeah, that, why do you think she had all the droids, Joel? <laughs> to fill her life. She's crazy, she's crazy droid lady. <laughs> she's playing poker with the droids. <laughs> that Han, we saw the same card game that um, Han won the Millennium Falcon with. Stomach? Until they actually make a deck of it, I'm not going to bother to learn the name or learn What is it, Joel? I have a deck of it. I own it. You own the deck? <laughs> what is it? So you've never played it with... Who have you played it with, Joel? <laughs> Honestly, Bailey's no. Brothers. <laughs> Wait, how do you pronounce it, Joel? Huh? How do you pronounce it? Sabak. 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 Yep. I thought there was an M in there, but I guess that do was Do you have, wrong. like... No. Like, cool parts you can throw in there to raise it and... What not? Yeah, you, you actually like get. Yeah, have you ever? Have you ever? What do you guys bet? What do you guys bet? Stuff like that. What are you guys betting with? You don't have spaceships. <laughs> you, know, like, you, you got little like chips that have like uh, imperial credits on one side and then the That's other side. That's worthless. Yeah, <laughs> Okay. No, Depends on what I'd time go, period I'd you're in. All in. I'd go all in every time. Speaking of imperial place. credits, I'm gonna bring up my biggest beef with episode five. First of all. Why does the Mandalorian help this little scrub out? 
It makes no sense to me. He needed money. No, he didn't. At the end, where did he get his pile money? of money at the end? He stole it from the dude. Yeah, he stole it from the dude. Did you what not dude? notice that? I didn't see that. You mean the girl? No, 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 the, no, down, no. the young bounty hunter. He shoots at the end. Oh. The guy trying to get into the bounty hunter. He stole all of his money and takes out the satchel from his dead body and gave it to her. I did not see that. Yeah, I was wondering about that. That made no sense to me. Okay, that makes way more sense. Because yeah. <laughs> this is like, yeah, why would he go on this stupid him. mission if he had money? <laughs> yeah, because this kid, I think he was... No, he needed the money. I think he was a pretty good character because he really strikes you as just this rich kid snob that doesn't care about money. He just wants yes. the reputation. 100%. That's why he said the money doesn't matter. He just wanted to get the guilt and be this badass dude. That clearly exactly. Like I, that's why I really liked the character. It made a lot of sense, especially at the end, that he was full of money because he didn't need it. He just wanted it to be that. Le- Again, it made sense for him when she talked about legendary status. Why he's like, "Oh, let me go and stuff." Like, that's what I want. And that's I'm probably why he status. chose such a hard bounty to begin with, just just because it's exactly. like would get him a reputation. And the other yeah. thing I want to put. Well, I really liked. This. I did like this episode. I thought the bounty hunter, the young bounty hunter, and the character is really good. And I thought they did really good with that. So the other thing I want to interject on that is this could be leading up to an explanation as to Django Fett officially now. Yeah. Why? At the end, you see, you see two, because uh, Django Fett had the reputation that this kid was going after. Django Fett had the reputation as the greatest bounty hunter ever. So, but he wasn't this even kid, Mandalorian. Right. Better than Boba Fett. This kid wanted to kill this Mandalorian yeah. and take. I know. I'm saying, but I thought Boba the reputation. Well, I mean, I think now, I think, again, I enjoyed both of these, if you want to call them solo episodes, I had no problem with them. And it seems like now, at the end of this episode, there was something that's like, okay, now we're going, but we're getting going again. Well, yeah, we saw those ankles, man. <laughs> well, yeah, but they showed it, and they didn't show the person's face, which obviously means, tune in next week, shit's going Right, down. but see, that's, that's something I've been wanting from this show all along, is something kind of like that along those lines. Granted, it could have been a little bit better and more suspenseful, but they did something I've been waiting for them to do this entire series so far. What? Not not reveal what's at the Yeah, end. Just, just leave something completely open. Don't totally seal a story. Just leave something completely open for the next episode or a few episodes down. And again, we've well, talked about this, and I disagree somewhat, because I think a lot of like as shows I've seen like this, every single episode in Cliffhanger, and it gets really exhausting, especially when you have to wait for every single week for something new. No, but that's the balance of a good show, though, is the role between, like, good episodes and cliffhangers. You don't want a cliffhanger every episode, hashtag prison break. Oh, my gosh. Yes, yes, oh, my gosh. Oh, that show is the worst. You don't want a cliffhanger every episode, but if you're just having singular episodes that don't have a good overarching story – you are only going to be so good as a show before people lose interest. Yes, and I think, and again, there's not too many episodes in this season, correct, Joel? Yeah, there's not going to be too there's many. There's like nine or ten or something. Basically, for right now, as far as like the show is concerned, I believe there's only going to be a couple dozen shows like throughout the entire seasons. Like then the show is done. So, so again, again, I that, I like that. Cause I think they have a. Because a lot of problems with shows are when they are made, they don't know how many seasons they're going to last. Hashtag lost. And they just keep going. And they and keep going, but they, don't, they, never, they knew how they wanted to end it. They knew how they wanted to start it. But when they don't know, they're going to get canceled season to season. 
they don't know what to put in the middle. So if they know when they're going to end this show, I like that so much more because I think that means they have a full story and they're going to be able to spread it out real nicely. Yeah. But but, no, with me, I don't mind them having a, a couple filler episodes here and there. I don't like those episodes as much, but I just don't want to see them go down that path where, okay, now we had a really good trilogy of episodes in the beginning. Now it's just going to be filler until the end when something else important happens. And oh, that's, yeah. that's what it feels yeah. like right now because, I like, I, I don't, I don't think it's gonna he that. and Yoda need to get out of space right now. They've been in space way too long with it. Just go on space. Let's stop at this planet. Oh, let's stop at this planet. Like, you well, literally brought a random bounty hunter that was terrible at acting into the beginning that so he could kill him and get his ship damaged so you would have to stop at Tatooine. Like, there was no plan to go there. Reminding me of the original Star Trek episodes where they're just, like, stopping at random planets. Yes, this is Star Trek. I'm saying they literally only brought him into the show. They brought him into the show to kill him so they could go to Tatooine. That's the only reason he was in the show. Like, maybe, maybe, you know what? Or maybe he was like a Make-A-Wish kid, Cole. You don't know. Maybe he's like, I really want to be his Mandalorian. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Maybe you're the asshole. You ever think about that? <laughs> no, see, see, the other, that's another issue that I do have with it, too, is there is no... Oh, I thought you said I have another issue with the Make-A-Wish. I'm like, oh, boy. I'm not getting political on this podcast, Bill. You can check no, there, out, right? There was nothing leading up to that fight in the beginning. Like, there was nothing saying that that was even going to happen. It was, It just was in your face right away at the beginning of the episode. Maybe Star, Wars, reason. Star Wars has never done that. I'm not saying that Star Wars has never done that. I'm just saying that that's an issue with this episode. I had, no, I, I had no issue with it starting like that. I, I guess it seemed like part for the course for Star Wars. See, like, I will say I didn't have a huge problem with it starting like that as long as they would have had it continuing the story, which I did think it was not as much of a filler episode, but I thought it was still just a bit too filler well, for me. Well, they gave it a reason why he had to stop the ship. Right, so and I'm, I'm just saying, like, just extend that just a little bit and have him flying, no problem, and More then poor accept it at least. Maybe, you know, maybe they did, and his happened. acting was so bad, they're like, all right, this is going to work. We, gotta <laughs> <do this." laughs> we just got to cut this short. <laughs> but to yeah, me, it's just kind of like... It's going to be a five-minute dogfight, but yeah, you suck. We're it's kind of like lazy. To me, it's almost lazy because it's like, okay, we want to get him to Tatooine. What's the easiest way to get him there? Boom. Easy. That, that was my biggest problem with the location. We... Listen, it was that. Yeah. Hey, look at the bar. Like, again, it was like, hey, like, remember I just in the beginning... It was episode one all give, over again. Yeah, I was like, please don't give me... Please do not give me... A bunch of random Easter eggs, like, hey, remember this planet for no reason. This is well, one of my biggest problem with episode five. There's no reason for him to be on Tatooine. They could have gave us a different planet. They chose not to. This is how they wanted to show us Tatooine, and it was completely wasted. So basically, if they're going to make a no, perfect they're episode they're for all of us. A reason why not, oh, my ship's going down. Make them a reason he has to go there. Maybe there's a person on Tatooine that, his, like, that they can get answers from about the Maybe. Planet. Like. Prado, Watto's uncle, has the part he needs. His name was Prado. <laughs> it was not. That is not what you said, Jake. You're a liar yeah, and a thief. Had, no, we had two cousins. <laughs> One cousin wanted to make, like, you know. I knew it was you, Prado. <laughs> You've been slandering my name of Prado across the entire universe. So, so, the, so the other one's name is Plato, then, huh? <laughs> no, Plato is, uh. Didn't make it very long out in the, out in the outer rim. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, 
If they were going to make the perfect episode, I think, for our podcast, it would have a good enough storyline for me. No no real, like, random Easter eggs for Jake and enough just nerdy knowledge no, like, for Joel I mean, to make I him like happy. Like the card game? Oh, the thanks for leaving me out, Cole. I mean, I don't know what your thing is. <laughs> I'm saying... Okay, let me know when I have a thing. <laughs> you have to have a thing for us to know you have a thing. Yeah, you have to know. I'll let you guys decide what my thing is. <laughs> Indecision. I got kind of excited about Tatooine. I didn't mind that they went to Tatooine. Like I didn't mind that at all, but I did I I agree with you, Jake, that I think they could have had a better reason to go there. But also they left again, they left so quick. Maybe if they stayed there and then we get those ankles at the end or whatever. Those boots. <laughs> mm, them ankles. Why did you just swim in the rain? I did, but I wasn't as happy about it. <laughs> <laughs> and I was, I, I bought 100 SPF sunscreen that now I just threw in the trash. It'll always remind me of that terrible day. Anyways, we're getting off track here. Um, so as far as we do, um, Kylie, this first time, we have been rating the show as we go. Um, we combine all the episodes in a scale of 1 to 10 what we feel about it. If I recall, my last standing after episode three was 8.5 or 9. I'll have to go back for a reference. You should probably keep track of that. <laughs> <laughs> I believe mine was 9. I think. No, yours was 9. I was 8.5. That's right. You were yeah. so. I must have been like 8, 7.8, somewhere in there. You were below me. I was right in the middle. Um, so I'll just, I guess it doesn't matter because we're going. This is a very, you know, evolving rating. So. Um, I think I think it's going to go back down to 7.5 for me. Again, I enjoyed these episodes. I'm not mad I saw them. I thought it had some cool stuff, had some cool action. The show's still really well done. And minus that terrible pilot, pilot actor, I had no issues with anything else, really. But again, they do need to pick it up. I agree with you guys on this. If you give me another one of these episodes, I'm going to start to get upset. <laughs> like, they need to give me something with more meat. I've, I'm okay with chewing on a couple appetizers here and there, but now let's get back to the story. I agree with you 100% on that, definitely. Yeah. So, Kyle, I guess we can all give our rating. Kyle, we'll save the, we'll save the one we don't know for last. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm probably going to go, you know, probably about a seven and a half. Maybe right, right around what Jake said. Like, to me, these last episodes, like, I enjoyed them, but they're, they're frustrating a little bit to me as far as long term. In a story, like, these are the episodes that are, like, the buzzkills. Like, as far as they're, they're fine now, the story's still new and fresh, but you get, you know, well into the show and these episodes come up and they're just forgettable forgettable episodes that don't have any real meaning to the overall story. It's just a kind of meandering pace right now where 
Like, it seems like they know what they're doing. They just decided that they're going to take some detours and take a long time to get there. Yeah. So, for me, like, I would say my opinion is very similar to Cole's. Like, I think when you have a show that, like, two shows like this, that I actually enjoy. I enjoyed watching them. But, um, say if you ever go back and watch this again, these are going to be like the two episodes that you feel like, why, I wish we could just skip these because it's not even part of the story. You, you could just skip them, actually, when you watch it again. Yeah, you could skip them because they have no point. So before I had a much higher rating, it, this brought me down to a 6.9. 6.9? 6. Yes. You think you are. That's too De- decimal, decimal Daniel over here? Six point nine. You also did a decimal, sir. Yeah, but I did five through zeros. Come on, a hole. I'm going seven point four then. Yeah, you would. I'm not shocked by this. Joel. It's still an even number. No, mine was at a nine out of ten. Um, for me, it, it's gonna go down a full point to an eight. Like, like, I'm with Jake, where I do not mind the filler episodes here and there. It does frustrate me a little bit when we have two back-to-back. It's a lot better if you have one filler episode and then get back into the big story things and then maybe another filler episode later on down the line. That see, doesn't it, bother me it, as this, much. This, this is what's confusing. And I get what you guys are saying. You don't have to go, if, we, if it's a long story, we don't have to go back and watch these episodes again. But I find that, I bet you I will because I will like to go back and watch the action again. I, and, you know, that bounty hunter stuff and the... You know, getting to see those Tuscan Raiders be crazy again, which and the episode Raiders four, you get to see a rehash of the A Team. <laughs> what do you mean those? How the Tuscan Raiders became Batman? Batman. He's like, look to your left, ah, Tuscan Raiders. <laughs> <laughs> they did that in episode four too. They did that to Luke. Okay. I know, but there was no one before they were like behind rocks and stuff, where they could easily go behind. Yeah, but that's the closest sand dude was there. like over there, man. Dude, the Mandalorian is Batman. He just not. And I was like, you can tell them that. He looks over, I'm like, oh my god, they're right there. Um, but no, I thought that was pretty funny. But on second, like I was watching, I did watch half of it at work, and then I watched it all over again with my brother. So I didn't see that part twice, and I was like, yep, these these Tuscan Raiders are Batman. <laughs> Think about it. They wear a mask. You've never seen Batman and Tuscan Raider in the same place. Well, the same. Mandalorian. <laughs> Uh, no, I saw him with Batman. Crossover. Bruce Sam Wayne Man. is the Mandalorian. <laughs> His parents died. Mandalorian is Batman. Future Batman. That was just Gotham, the planet Gotham. Actually, Star Wars is a long, long time ago, Jake. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, maybe they're not the most, like, the mediest ones, but I would absolutely have no problem watching these episodes. If I'm watching the whole series... about the money, Jake. See, and I like five more than four. Ditto. See, I don't understand. I don't understand how you guys are complaining about filler episodes. We got two back to back, but somehow you like to fit one more. Because it actually had something that contributed to the story. Granted, it's a cliffhanger. Or you're really inconsistent. (laughs) No, it's like we could totally replace four with five and be better off. 
That's true. Oh, yeah. I okay, could agree with that. Let me, ask, let me ask you a question. If they didn't show those boots at the end, would you still come back and watch it on Friday next week? No, then I would be really upset. But, <laughs> that, but that you're still going to watch so it next Friday. Friday. What? You're still going to watch the show next Friday, regardless of how it ends. No, I go, okay, I got a question. I thought you meant would I rewatch it on Friday. <laughs> but you know, no, what, are you going like, to rewatch it just for that clip? Like, oh, those boots. Because now they're <laughs> She wasn't a bounty hunter, by the way. Or whatever, a warrior. What, what, what was she? Super trooper. She was a shock trooper or something. That, that Joel, say. explain to a shock trooper. Yeah, tell us. Is this a storm trooper with a shock trooper? Yeah. yeah. What is a shock trooper? Like the Mandalorian shock troopers, you mean? She was a Mandalorian. She was no, she wasn't a Mandalorian. No, what's a shock trooper? She said she was a shock oh, trooper, okay. didn't she? So like the storm trooper shock. Okay, yeah. yeah. Yeah, in Battlefront, you could pick the shock trooper. Do you guys not? It's just what they well, carry. Right. As shock a weapon. Trooper, shock troopers, no, that's not what it is. But, okay. <laughs> yeah, I, played, I played as a shock trooper in Battlefront. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, shock, I flew with them. Shock troopers were typically like uh, Coruscant guards. Like they were the almost like the 501st, but pretty much stayed in one spot. They were very elite troopers and only used, typically only used with Emperor Palpatine. Okay, total side note. One thing I also didn't like, she punches him in the helmet and he like goes like kaplunk. Like, um, yep. first of all, he has Beskar really steel. He has, like, adamantium, basically, helmet. <laughs> but yet she can, like, face punch him and hurt him. I'm going to refer you to episode 6 with the Ewoks and the Stormtroopers, and I'll ask my case like that. Those are plastic. They're not Beskar. Yeah, that's not Beskar. Should, they should still be helmets, dude. <laughs> <laughs> punch you in the head. I mean, she's on the cover, so I'm guessing so. In, epi- in episode five, um, everyone who's an important side character is dead. So that's true. So that's why episode four was more meaningful to me because I think they introduced a character we will see again. Episode five introduced a character. See, we saw those ankles. Live, <laughs> anyway. Yeah, anyway, so we're we're going off topic here. So that's our thoughts of. Episode 4 and 5 of The Mandalorian. Tune in next week. Hopefully we can stay on schedule. And we'll talk to you guys next Friday.